Welcome back to a Floor on Fire mini-sode. I'm Tori. And I'm Andy. The next two weeks will be consisting of conspiracy theories, each one dubiously selected by the two hosts of Floor on Fire. Andy! Tori, this is actually the first time we're actually on schedule. <laughs> I don't like, know. It's still that. late from starting on today, but like the day I appeared on the day I was scheduled to appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 50 50. Sometimes, like some weeks, you're where on schedule. Sometimes we're not. I know. I, I literally texted her this morning. I was like, hey, I have chores to do because life and uh, I will be late. And she was like, okay. And I took that opportunity to sleep in. Do we kind of want to talk about the photo shoot a little bit? Just like saying that soon no there context. will be a photo shoot. Yeah, no context. So. But leave that part in. Leave <laughs> No context. All right. No context. Moving on. Okay. So, guys, quick announcement. Me and AD are going to be doing a little photo shoot. And um, that's it. <laughs> also, for context in general about the recording of this. So, we recorded six main episodes before we started recording the mini-sodes. So, this is kind of why the information is coming out in very staggered times. You know what Tori just told me? She goes... Remember when you said we should leave ending the podcast with like a riddle or uh, something for them to think about? Oh, a about? fun fact. A fun fact. I do love a good fun fact. Yeah. But do like, I mean, I can name one. We can we can do it at the end of the episodes. Okay. We'll do it at the end of main the, episodes. Or just the end of my mini-sodes. That's true. It's whatever. I think that could be a me thing. It'd, it'd be whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think I'll do that then. I can do riddles. But I don't have a riddle prepared for this episode. I have a riddle prepared for this. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> um... But yeah, so a photo shoot. Keep an eye out on that. Follow us on Floor on Fire uh, podcast on Instagram. Floor on Fire pod on Twitter. I just wanted to go ahead and shout out our socials before we forget yeah, at the good, end. Good move, good move, good move. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and that's. I think that's all of our updates for now. Yeah, so I think so too. So I think we should just get right into it. Oh, God. Okay, guys. So like we said in the intro... We've decided for this mini-sode and the next mini-sode after this to be scheduled next week. Um, we're going to be doing conspiracy theories, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have something cringe for you, Andy. Okay, what's your conspiracy theory, Tori? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I got to first read this POV. That a I- POV? That is... <laughs> you're such a homophobe for that. I hope you know. Listen, listen. I okay. wanted to do something okay. so fucking Wait, do cringe. You think, do you think I'll guess it from the POV? Maybe. Okay, let's let's play that maybe, game. Maybe, let's play that maybe, game. Maybe. But no, so I wrote a POV because I wanted to try something a little bit different. In your formatting. Yeah, in my formatting. And it, you, let me just read it straight from my notes, right? Okay, go ahead. Just go ahead. Just rip picture of the bended. POV, cishet male with cishet wife. <laughs> Yuck, what is wrong with you? Well, I have to put it in a perspective of that because you are a cishet gay man mm-hmm. without a wife. I'm not a cishet. Cishet? Oh, no, no, sorry. You're a cis, cis gay man. Yes, yeah, cis home. Cis home male. Mm. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm like literally a boomer in a Gen Z body. And dyslexic. <laughs> and dyslexic, yeah. All right. POV. Cishet male with cishet wife. It's the witching hour of August 31st, 1944. You're peacefully sleeping in your bed when you're suddenly woken by a peculiar odor through the thick fog of sleep. You begin to feel weak with a sudden wave of nausea retching through your body, causing you to vomit. Your wife is woken with the haunting sounds of your moans and sobs in between all the dry heaving. Worried that a gas leak could be the cause of her husband's suffering, 
Your wife goes to get up to check the kitchen stove to see if there was a problem with the pilot light. But she can't move. Her body won't listen to her as she mentally screams at her limbs to do something. Anything. Is this where we die? Both you and your wife think to yourselves as what feels like hours pass by. Do I survive this? Oh, yeah. You survive. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You both survive. I'm just being dramatic. Okay. So me Mm -hmm. is a cishet male. Mm -hmm. And my wife is asleep. And it's 3 a.m. Um, it's it's it, it didn't say specifically. I just said witching hour just for dramatic effect. Okay. Dramatic verbiage. Okay, so but, but it's, it's the like middle of very, the night. Very early mornings of early like, morning, really, really late night. Yeah. Type era. So like four mm-hmm. to seven AM, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get up th- throwing up awful amounts to the point where I'm dry heaving. Yeah, and you're so weak that you like physically cannot and, get up. And now that I'm done, I I can't get up. And she has not thrown up. Mm-mm. And feels she has strength, but just can't. No, she doesn't. It's not that she feels like she has strength. It's just but, she but cannot she doesn't move. feel weak. She's got paralysis. Oh yeah, yeah. Pa- pa- well, she's also just paralysis. Been, pa- paralysis. But she also just kind of like just woke up from a haze. You know what I'm saying? Like when you first wake up, you don't understand. You you're not fully connected with your body, and you mm-hmm. your mind doesn't fully catch up. Okay. With the concept. So I, I've, yeah. I've I've had that happen. So mm-hmm. is this conspiracy? Based on, I don't know, is it like a supernatural thing? That's part of the conspiracy, but no, not really. Um, no, I have no idea. So, now I didn't make up the story. This is a real event that happened by uh, to Mr. and Mrs. Rafe. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce their name. A or R-A-E-F. I'm just going to say Rafe. Spoiler alert. It wasn't a gas leak from the kitchen stove that caused this. In Mattoon, Illinois, during the mid-1940s, a series of sudden gas attacks were made by an unidentified person carrying a flint, a flint gun. The assailant was later labeled as the Gasser of Mattoon. The Mad Gasser. Okay, that, of the Mad Gasser is very... Yeah, he was, la- he was labeled this by the media at the time. During a two-week period, more than two dozen separate cases of these gas attacks were reported to the police, as well as many report reported sightings of the suspected assailant. Yeah, so this was never solved. Oh yeah, this was never solved. That's and that's that's, that's like having what, it for conspiracy. Yeah, oh, that's why gosh. it's considered a cons- conspiracy theory. Oh my goodness! And so, do you have your belief? We'll get to that at the end because I kind of want to go through some of the cases, some of the evidence, as well as some like what people are thinking, what like conspiracies there was about what actually happened, and then I'll get into my thoughts. Because I also kind of want to know your thoughts on this based okay, on okay, the, okay, okay, all okay. the information. So we're going to get right into the reported attacks, right? The apparent victims of the gas attacks reported smelling strange odors in their homes, which were followed by paralysis of the legs, coughing, nausea, and vomiting. Upset stomach, diarrhea. I need you to slow your roll. <laughs> Was it a Pepto-Bismol commercial? <laughs> I added it in that last part in reference to the Pepto-Bismol <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Pepto Bismol sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hot bitch with tummy issues. No, I love okay, like Loki. <laughs> I love the taste of Pepto Bismol. It's fine. Now they have chewable gummies. Oh, I don't like those. They don't work as good. Oh, I'm sure they don't. But if you're in it for the flavor, <laughs> Pepto is like, please don't eat those. <laughs> please no. But yeah, regardless of my Pepto Bismol um, commercial reference. Thankfully, no one has died from these events, from these symptoms and stuff like that. 
So that's good. No one has died. But there was supposedly, apparently, a lot of victims okay. within a two-week span. Time out. Facebook is listening to me. <laughs> the first thing I open up, because I was going to see, like, if I could link uh, uh, Facebook or Instagram, decided it was too much work. <laughs> but first post that pops up is my friend Sam. She posts, remember when Casey Anthony Googled how to murder her baby and then murder her baby, and now she's free and has a documentary? But I get an abortion at seven weeks pregnant and get the death penalty. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I know. I know. Now, the first of the mad gasser attacks to be reported to the authorities is that of Mr. and Mrs. Rafe in August 31st of 1945, which I've already went over. I'm not going to go over that again. Later that night, though, a similar incident was reported by a young woman living close by. She was woken up by the coughing of her daughter, but couldn't get up to check on her. Yeah, so, okay, so that's so, a that's a huge fear. Well, also, it's weird that in two people, fifty percent get very bad nausea, mm-hmm. and the other fifty percent get paralysis. Yes, like, like I don't know if you've looked at that yet, like the effects that it has on people. Like, isn't that is that not bizarre to you? Like that it's exactly half and half so far. We'll get, we'll get into that. 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 It's it's a it's a very strange case. It's a very strange case. This is what year? 19... 1944. Oh, shit. I thought you said 1994. Oh, my God. So no, there's, there's no nothing. There's nothing tracking this guy. Oh, no. Other no. than, like, the neighbor's dog who was asleep. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Okay, so I'm... Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Because, like, I'm telling you, this is... This is very... Okay, go this ahead. This is a very odd case. Well, and, it, and it sounds very familiar the more you talk about it. Yes. So, on... <laughs> On September 1st, at around 11 p.m. at night, right, a woman smelled a strong, sweet odor that she thought was from the flower bed under her open bedroom window until the smell grew stronger and she began to lose feeling in her legs. Panicked, she called out for her sister, who was at the house at the time. Oh, also, guys, side note. Mind you, this is also, like, towards the tail end of World War II. Like, this is in full-fledged swing of, like, war times. So most men... Are all fighting the war right now. Um, so there was a lot of anxiety about men being off at war, women being home alone kind of thing. Well, and also, like, a lot of women ended up having to live together to work together. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, panic, she called out for her sister, who was living at the house at the time. The sister noticed that the smell was coming from the opened window and called for the police. Now... They found no evidence of a prowler, of someone sneaking around the windows at all. But they did suspect that robbery was the primary motive for the attack, the gassing attack. Um, Because earlier that day, uh, the sisters were counting a large sum of money. um, And potentially someone saw through the window, wanted to uh, rob them of their money. Later that same night, though, the woman's husband returned home from work to find an unidentified man hiding close to one of the house's windows. Now, that's creepy. That's creepy. The man ran off before the husband could catch him. The husband described described to police that it was a tall man dressed in dark clothing, wearing a tight-fitted cap. This description was relayed to the media, which became the common description of the assailant by other victims. So I feel like this also kind of helped uh, deepen one of the theories that we'll get into a little bit later. So after that night, There was half a dozen similar attacks reported, but none of the victims were able to provide a clear description of the attacker, and no clues were found at the scene. Though, on 
the night of September 5th, at around 10 p.m., a man and his wife returned home to find a piece of white cloth slightly bigger than a man's handkerchief sitting on their front porch next to the screen door. The wife picked it up and took a big old whiff of that cloth. Why? Uh-huh. I don't know why the fuck she would do that. My first instinct is not to smell a strange piece of cloth. It is just... I, my first instinct isn't even to pick it up. Well, see, the thing is, if like if it were a dude, that would have made sense. Like, because, like, as, like, a guy, like, if I saw something weird on the floor, like, a, like a piece of clothing mm-hmm. I didn't recognize, first thing I'm doing is picking up and smelling it. Well, I feel like women do that, too, because we have really good senses If you have, like, smell. a baby, I feel like that's very common. Yeah. But, like, not, not, not. Well, I feel like no. it's common for women to identify things based off of smell because we have really good sense of smell and can identify yeah, things based why, off of that. I don't know if, like, it was exaggerated in your research, but, like, women don't just go... To random things, right? Like they, they yeah. like they sort of waft it in because they got it ready. Yeah, maybe it was like a small, but like still, like taking a sniff of that shit. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a suspicious kind of person. But also, we live in different times. Today. Well, also, We're more aware of things. This is also her own home, so like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, but that's but where most crimes happen. I know, but like she probably thought eh, it's fine. Yeah, probably like my husband dropped it. Or whatever. Like that. As soon as she inhaled. She felt something similar to an electric shock throughout her body. Yum. Her face began to swell, experiencing or experienced a burning sensation in her mouth and throat, became weak with partial paralysis of, in her legs, and began to vomit. The husband theorized that the cloth was left behind in order to knock out the family dog, which usually slept there so that the prowler could enter the home undetected. So your whole dog thing... Was very spot on. He was trying to get the dog. Yeah. Also, a skeleton key, uh, described as looking well used, was reportedly found on the sidewalk adjacent to the porch, along with a large, almost empty tube of lipstick. <gasps> Those two things were found. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The cloth was analyzed by by authorities, but found no chemicals on it that could explain the wife's symptoms. Which, to me, so with that piece of information, I personally think, like, okay, well, this is the 1940s. What kind of technology do they even have to be able to detect chemicals? Well, Especially if it's, okay, so just to give you, like, a small nugget. In one of my theories, it's potential that someone had invented a new kind of gas to do something nefarious with. What? I don't know but invented a new type of gas. And if it's a new type of gas, then of course you don't have the technology to detect it because you don't know what the gas is. Well, also hear me out. Mm-hmm. She could have just been very sensitive to things. Like, imagine if this was unrelated. Mm-hmm. If she just found a cloth and it just smelled funky and she just started throwing up because it was a strong smell. When I was a little kid and I had that childhood asthma, I... Like, I could not walk by a Bath and Body Works without almost throwing up. Yeah. It was terrible. So, like, if someone just, like, brought in a Bath and Body Works and brought it back out, I'd be done for. But some people never go out of that. Yeah. No, I love Bath and Body Works. <laughs> yeah, I used to have—I used to get asthma attacks um, in the mall because of Bath and Body yeah, Works or Victoria's yeah, Secret. Yeah, like that. And, so, and like, like, it would that. cause me to physically be nauseous. Normally well, I wouldn't I would get nauseous. I would just like almost die of not being able to breathe. Mm. Almost like uh, what is it called? 
six feet apart, seven feet apart, whatever that movie is. Five feet apart? Five feet apart, yeah. Oh, my God. Very sad. Very sad. Cystic fibrosis. I I cried so hard. And then, so the the gay guy who dies in the very in the early on plays Rico in Hannah Montana. I know. And so when he died, we had the whole theater to ourselves. I went, Rico! (laughs) Rico! Oh, gosh. It was terrible. Anyways. The concern over these reports caused the FBI to get involved, Andy. Oh, my God. The FBI. The FBI. And the thing is, the FBI was just recently formed around this time, too, because of Bonnie and Clyde, if I remember correctly, from episode three. Or whichever episode it was where I covered Bonnie and Clyde. Also, spoiler alert, if you're listening to these in order, I cover Bonnie and Clyde in one of our main episodes. So the FBI was formed, right? Around, like, very close to this time. So the police released a statement calling for residents to avoid lingering in residential areas and warning self-organized citizen patrol groups to be disbanded, as well as for citizens to exercise restraint when carrying or discharging firearms. So since because the FBI is getting involved and they're, they're doing investigations alongside with local police, you're going to see some quote-unquote suspicious men that are unfamiliar prowling around. So they have to be like, hey, guys. Don't, don't just, shoot. Yeah, just don't. Could just be the FBI. Yeah, kind of like say, hey, who are you? What are you doing here? I have a gun. I'm going to shoot. That kind of stuff. So that's what they mean by res- like yeah. exercising restraint. Don't just immediately shoot. So during this period, more physical evidence of attacks were being reported, such as footprints being found underneath windows and tears and window screens being found. But also, that could be just related to peeping toms and regular burglaries. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By September 12th, police received so many false alarms that they reduced the priority of the gasser reports and announced that the entire incident was likely the result of an explainable occurrence that was blown out of proportion by the fears and anxieties felt by the public during the time of war. Like I said earlier, after the police announcement, gasser reports declined. Because at that point, either people are like, oh, well, it's no longer popular to do that. So I'm not going to, you know, make up a report or something like that. Or people are like, okay, well, police are no longer going to take this as seriously. So what's the point in reporting? Could have also been a psychological thing if people did believe that gasps were happening because, you know, war hysteria. Yeah. And then, you know, like that could just say, like, put them at ease. You know, like, oh, there probably is a perfectly reasonable explanation for this. That isn't someone's gassing my home. Um, moving on from that, though. One report after this statement, though, was interesting, to say the less. Bertha Birch. I love that name. I love the name what a Bertha. Good name. I love the name Bertha. Claims she saw a gasser who was a woman dressed as a man, which would explain the almost empty tube of lipstick. So a woman impersonating a man. That's a potential theory. That it's either, so either the attacker is real and it's a man or it's a woman portraying a man for some unknown reason. Or there's no attacker. Exactly. So explanations, right? There are three primary theories about the Mattoon Mad Gasser incident, mass hysteria, industrial pollution, or an actual physical assailant, as we talked about before. The mass hysteria portion, two weeks after the Gasser attacks began, the local commissioner of public health, Thomas V. Wright states, there is no doubt that a gas maniac exists 
and has made a number of attacks. But many of the reported attacks are nothing more than hysteria. Fear of the gas man is entirely out of proportion to the menace of the relatively harmless gas he is spraying. The whole town is sick with hysteria. So he's saying that there is a mad gasser, but it's not on the scale in which we are, like, people are believing. Yes, because people are afraid. And what does, what happens when people are afraid? They fucking go crazy, so mass hysteria. But a local chief of police, C.E. Cole, took Wright's uh, hypothesis, hypothesis a step further, announced that there had likely been no gasser at all and that the reported incidents had probably been triggered by pollutants or toxic waste released by nearby industrial facilities and then exasperated by the public panic, right? Which leads to our next theory, industrial pollution. So Chief of Police Cole suspected that carbon tetrachloride or trichlorothylene I'm going to try that again. Trichlorothylene? I'm going to try that again. I'm going to try that again. I'm going to sound it the fuck out. I'm going to get it, Andy. I'm not going to let my dyslexia take me down. It should be trichlorethylene. Trichlorethylene. Both having sweet odors and can induce symptoms similar to these reported by the the gasser victims may have been the substance released. Hey, Tori, real quick. Can you smell this? Does this smell like chloroform to you? God damn it, Andy. It passes out. I'm dead. I'm alive again. I'm dead. (laughs) I'm watching TV. (laughs) I'm dead again. Um, In response, Atlas Imperial, which was the primary company being implicated at the time, released a statement saying that their facility had only five gallons of carbon tetrachloride in stock. Atlas Imperial officials also denied that any quantities of trichloroethylene could be responsible for sickness in the town, reasoning that it would have taken significant quantities of the chemical to sicken the townspeople, and the factory workers would have experienced similar symptoms long before anybody outside of the factory was affected. The Atlas plant had been certified as safe by the State Department of Health during the time of the gas attacks. So for me personally, with this theory of the pollution, it is potentially plausible, but I don't believe it at all. But at the same time, for a company to be like, oh, this couldn't be possible. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're right, but like <laughs> um, it's still kind of. I don't know. Maybe it's because we we live in a time in which companies continuously lie to us all the fucking time. And I'm pretty sure it was even worse back in those days. Could like a be. thousand and one times worse back in those days. Because like, really, who's to say that companies were always honest? Like ever in their times. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm following, I'm following. The only, the only reason I would like think otherwise is because it's never been like immediate changes like that. And only at select households. Yeah, and it was only in, like, a particular area, too. So, like, I'm sure some damage was done, but I don't think it was from them. Yeah. Like, I don't think this was from them, but I'm sure they did some damage. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just, I don't quite believe in this theory uh, that much. Hysteria? Maybe. Um, For this some. This theory? No. So, I do think it was a person. I'm going to just say that. Outright. Oh, yeah. I do. I do. I do, too. And I'll tell you what my theory is, because I have a different one. Yeah. And then there's the actual, and then there's like a different, or our last theory, which is actually 
physical assailant. All that's left is that the attack did happen, though not all reports were true. And then other suggestions were some people who believe in the paranormal would say that maybe it was extraterrestrials. Oh. Yeah. Some people are saying that maybe it was extraterrestrials. That's that's the supernatural aspect. Yeah, the supernatural aspect. That's it. Now, my thoughts. I was personally thinking. Do you want to hear mine first or do you want to sell yours first? I was just going to say mine real quick. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I personally think that there really was an attacker, maybe someone who was a scientist of some sorts, a doctor maybe, or maybe a wannabe scientist or doctor who was trying to create and perfect a gas for some unknown purpose. They viewed the world as their guinea pig kind of thing because that's not uncommon, especially like going from the Victorian era during time of mad scientists into the 40s and 50s. Now, science and doctors and all that kind of stuff from the re- like late Renaissance era into the Victorian era into the modern era, kind of, that was a very weird time for science and doctors and medicine and stuff like that. So that, to me, I personally believe a little bit more kind of thing. But what are your theories, Andy? So I really am trying to take he the the woman dressed as a man mm-hmm. and two things come to mind mm-hmm. one um it would make sense for it to be a woman dressed as a man if you know because like women were primarily working at this time like you said yeah uh because all the men are sort of gonzo or a man disguised as a woman because I feel like those would look almost identical. Especially, like, if you're, like, a very skinny, slender man. Yeah, yeah. At night, like... Oh, yeah. Like how, how Wearing you, black how, clothing how, and like a how, tight how, cap. Like, how, how, how would she tell the difference? Exactly. Tight cap, if she had, like, hair, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, drag queen gasser. But... Either that or someone that has a wife. Oh, could be. But um, I'm thinking a woman would have access to the supplies, but if it were a man disguised as a woman... It would be because they are avoiding the war. Avoiding the war. Oh, avoiding the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dodging draft. Yeah, you know, the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. Like, we lived it. Yeah, you know, in our prime. So what? So how do you how do you feel about my case, about right. my conspiracy theory? That was really good. I feel like it was fun. Yeah. And we've been recording for 50 minutes. All right. Oh, good. So the episode would probably be, like, 30 minutes long at most. I'm going to say, yeah. So I think... I think 20 to 40 minutes is like a solid mini sewed range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my conspiracy theory, guys. Oh my guys. gosh, you just Hey, to know. guys. Um, so if you go to the link in our bio, you know, and you go to our website, um, by the time that this episode will be posted, more than likely there will be a blog post on our website. And if you want to leave comments about your conspiracy theories, I would love to hear about that. I would love to read that because I feel like that'd be so much fun to have people tell us what their theories are, especially like things that we just are not smart enough to think about because I did do. Or you could also, um, I wonder if there's a way to like add comments um, or at least I think the best way to do it because I want to be very, you know, interactive, like leaving comments on our Instagram posts per episode. Yeah, that too. Anywhere that you want to go, like either Instagram, Twitter, 
our blog, on our website. Go leave a comment on your theory. Ooh, should we have a specific emoji for them to use when they're like typing out or like posting their theories? The red flag. Oh, I was thinking binoculars or like a magnifying glass. Okay, guys, my mouth is just agape. <laughs> agape. So should we do yeah, like that, those a magnifying glass to show magnifying like… Magnifying glass is super cute. The real fans. All 14 of you. <laughs> yeah. But if, um, if, if finding a magnifying glass is too hard, red flag will suffice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe we should… <laughs> We keep having these ideas saying like, oh, maybe we should do this. And we'll never double back to it. Oh, yeah. Like the whole fucking riddle thing and the fun fact thing. Oh, don't worry. I have a fun fact for my uh, my episode. Yeah. For my mini-sode. BTW, guys. This will be next week. Uh, Oh, no. I was going to say, we're literally going to be recording three episodes today in one. Woo! So, look out for that. I think that's it. I think that's it. Bye! Bye! Feel free to join at joinTorisCult.com.